Did you tune in yesterday for part one of Krista's Lead Gen Masterclass? If not, you can always go back and listen to it. Right now, we're going to drive right into part two. So get fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Let's continue to say here, what are you doing right now to actually generate your leads? Now think about this. When you think about lead generation, I want you to think about different platforms that you can utilize, you can generate leads from. Now, there's an online platform to generate leads. That would be things like creating landing pages, funnels, having email campaigns, using SEO and Google, and utilizing your website. Those leads come from a platform that is online, all right? The second platform would be social media. Social media is a platform to generate leads by doing using Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, all that great stuff. Twitter, all right? Your website, <clears throat> Actually, it's online. Also, that your platform could be website too. And then we've got traditional methods of generating leads. We've got the newspaper, in-person, networking, cold calling, door knocking, open houses. What I'm saying is that you need to make sure that you're utilizing all of these strategies, an online platform with a social media platform with a traditional platform to generate leads. Most people do not do that. So once you've actually got the platform, all right, now you need to say, okay, now I need to pick my strategy. I figured out the platform. I'm either going to use, you know, online or I'm going to use traditional methods. But now I'm going to figure out what's my strategy. So digital, your digital strategy would be something like this. I'm going to create a lead magnet. I'm going to create a video. I might buy leads. I'm going to join Facebook group, right? I'm going to write an ebook. I'm going to do a webinar like I'm doing right now. Maybe a live virtual a buyer seminar, seller seminar, credit repair seminar. I'm going to create a landing page. A funnel, and again, do that virtually, uh, or do video text messages. That's digitally. Now we can do in-person events, okay, which would be door knocking, cold calling, farming, welcome home parties, contacting for sale by owners and expireds, buyer and seller seminars. Remember, you can also do buyer and seller seminars digitally online, which is a really great way to do it and saves you time. And then also in-person is open houses. You've got to understand What's your platform? What's your strategy when generating your leads? Now you need to say to yourself, okay, now that I've got my where, I know my platform, I know my how as far as how I'm going to do it. Now I want to know what, what am I actually going to do? What topics am I going to cover? Okay. What tools am I going to need to, to do this? What kind of creative am I going to need? What kind of budget am I going to need? What's the timeline? How often and how am I going to follow up? Here's what most people do. They just throw something out there and they have no strategy. They, haven't, they don't really understand the platform and they don't know what they're going to need. They don't think that it's going to take time and budget and that they're going to have to tweak things. They just go into it. That's why most people fail. I want you to understand something. That any time for any phase of the sales cycle, you've got to think, 
what's my platform? What's my strategy? What's my plan, right? Platform, strategy, plan. You've got to know what all these are. It's really, really imperative. If you don't think about every phase of the sales cycle and you just go out there and go for something without a plan or a strategy, you're going to fail. So we need to learn how to make sure that we, we do not fail, right? So we're going to go ahead and get into now lead nurturing. Now this right here, in my opinion, is the hardest part for most people. However, I'm going to show you how it absolutely can be the easiest part for you. It's easy. It's not hard. So don't think it's, it's difficult. It just takes time. So you've got leads. Now what do you do with them, right? How do I get more people to respond from my leads? But Krista, my sphere of influence is small. These are the kind of things that I hear all the time. And I want you to know if you're thinking that, like, oh, I can't do this. And, you know, I want you to understand you can. I'm going to show you just how easy it is. But first, let's talk about what exactly is lead nurturing. Lead nurturing is relationship building with your leads at every stage of their client journey. I want to repeat that at every stage of their client journey. That is lead nurturing. Now, most of you forget. You think, oh, Krista, you know, I get a lead and I want them to be busy right now. We all want the low-hanging fruit. We see an apple tree, right? And when you go to an apple tree or a cherry tree, you always pick the low stuff because it's easy. But you have to understand that eventually the cherries are going to fall. They're going to come down. Eventually the apples are going to come down. They're going to become more ripe. You're going to be able to eat them too. <clears throat> Imagine this, your community, buyers and sellers, people that need loans and want, and want to refinance. They typically, according to the National Association of Realtors, they start searching three to six months prior to actually taking action. That means what? That means that when we actually get that phone call, people are not ready right now. They're not ready for us to just go out and show them a house. It happens sometimes. We love when that happens, right? But it's not very common. So we have to learn how to nurture people without harassing them. And I'm going to show you the easiest way to lead nurture them to stay top of mind awareness without cold calling, door knocking, having to do any of that. You're going to learn it by being the authority figure, by showing up as the authority. Now, here's the deal. I want you to understand the difference between expert and authority. I'm an expert. Okay. I've been in the business for 18 years. I've sold just around 2,000 homes, give or take, most likely take. And <clears throat> I've written books. Like, I know my thing. I notice I'm an expert in real estate. However, my community doesn't know that. You would not know that unless I showed up as the authority. How do I show up as the authority? I show up by giving information, by giving value. I show up by serving my community. I show up by being as the authority figure, by being the person who knows anything and everything real estate or community related. That's how you become the mayor of your town. That's how you become the authority. Why are you listening to this and watching this right now? You're only watching this because I've established myself as the authority. Otherwise, you'd say, why am I going to listen to Krista? She, who is she? She's nobody, right? But now that I'm an authority, you're listening. You want to work with, listen to, be a part of the authority figure. That's why you go to the best doctor in town, the best dentist. You don't want to get your, your face messed up. Dealing with real estate, loans and refinancing, buying and selling. I'll tell you something. People want the authority figure. They're dealing with the most biggest investment of their life. You've got to show them you're the authority. That's how you lead nurture. This is the most important phase of the sales cycle. However, this is the, the, the biggest part of the sales cycle that most people actually are the worst at. So we're going to show you how to do it and do it really, really easily. Okay? So I want to ask, I want to show you something. Why do you need to nurture leads, your leads? All right? Persistence is key. According to the Harvard Business Study on Leads Response Management, uh, you need to, to do an average of 12 touches before anybody will ever, ever 
interact with you. It takes 12 touches. According to the National Association of Realtors, buyers start their home search and sellers three to six months prior to them being ready. That's why lead nurture is so, so very important. And I want you to understand this. This is so valuable. That 96% of visitors who come to your site are not ready to buy yet. Everyone let that really sink in. They're not ready to buy, 96% of them, okay? You get up to a 70% increase in client receptiveness after six contact attempts. So after contacting somebody six times or being in front of somebody six times, all right, you have a 70% increase in getting them to want to work with you and then being receptive. So what does that mean? That means that we need to lead nurture. We need to stay top of mind awareness. And here is the best way to do that, all right? Not all content is the same, we're gonna show you that. You need to segment your audience as you're lead nurturing. I want you to think about something, okay? Um, okay I'm a woman, right? I'm 48 years old, okay? And I'm probably going through menopause here anytime soon. So if I hear something on the, on the radio or I see a video that says, you know, if you're a woman, you know, going through menopause and you're having hot flashes, you need to listen to this. All right. And so I'm going, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm going through menopause. I'm going to, I want to know about hot flashes. They pretty much suck. Right. If you're a man who's 25 years old, you're going to hear that and go, I don't want to hear about that old lady's hot flashes. Like, no, you're not listening. So you need to speak to the client in the phase of their customer journey. Where are they at in the process? That means if somebody's thinking about refinancing, you want to be able to, did I stick for a second? It's a little bit, I froze there. Am I frozen guys? Can you guys still see me? Are we okay? Uh oh. No, oh you guys can see me. Okay, great, great, great. Sorry, I'm doing my robot stuff. <laughs> All right, so. Um, you need to you need to talk to them in the phase of their sales cycle. So if I'm if I'm a somebody who's um, interested in losing weight, let's say, and I hear this ad on the radio like, "Hey, are you 10 pounds overweight and you want to lose weight? You have trouble getting rid of belly fat?" And I'm going, "Yeah, I want to get rid of belly fat." You're tuning in. If you're like a super rock hard body, you're not listening to that, right? You need to think about that with the person that's on the other end. Who are they? What are they interested in? How can you speak directly to them? We'll be right back after this very quick break. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take it 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan 
and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients? Wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. See you soon. If you do an ad, let's say in your area, um, and it's specific to a certain neighborhood, the people in that neighborhood that live in that neighborhood or that subdivision are going, their ears are going to perk up. If you do an ad to a first time buyer, the first time buyer is going to go, wow, they're speaking directly to me. If you're doing it to somebody who's selling, who wants to move up or move down or move out of state or move into a retired community, if your content speaks directly to them, your emails, your videos, your sequences speaks directly to the the other person on the other side, in their phase of the customer journey, you are going to convert more leads. They're more likely to interact with you. They are more likely to convert because you've nurtured them and you've given them exactly what they need and exactly what they want. So we, that's what you need to really be conscious of. So you need to think about that. As you're doing this, how do you do this? You need to send relevant information to specific audience members so your marketing feels personalized to them. Your email lists, you segment them, right? You utilize custom, customized marketing flows. You have your CRM campaigns, go to buyers, go to sellers, go to credit repair, whatever it might be, whatever phase that they're in. This is how you nurture your audience. And listen to this. You have a 72% higher conversion rate when you're targeting an audience with content that's relevant to where they are in their journey. 72% higher conversions when you give them information and content that says, hey, they're talking to me. Remember, if you're on menopause and you're a 25-year-old guy, you're not listening to the menopause commercial. You're not watching the menopause commercial. The, the, the menopause commercial. You're turning it off. That's why you've got to create relative content that speaks to every buyer and seller, somebody who wants to refi in the right phase of their customer journey. I love this as well. You have a four to 10 times more responses to lead nurture emails rather than standalone email blasts. What does that mean? That means that you're gonna be able to get responses four to 10 times more if as you're nurturing people, the content that you're giving them specifically rel relates exactly to what, where they're at, right? That means don't give somebody that's a first time buyer information on, hey, do you wanna move up to a, to a larger house or sell and, and, re and rebuy? You've gotta be more specific, right? And we can do this. So again, platforms that we utilize this on. How can we make sure that we're giving specific relevant content to the people in the phase of their client customer journey? You can do this through CRM software. You can utilize Google Sheets, MailChimp. You can use your Facebook ads manager account. That's the platform, all right? Now what's the strategy? The strategy behind it is buyer workflows, seller workflows, ad campaigns, video text messaging, newsletters, nurturing sequences, educational videos, events and phone calls. That's the strategy and now that's the platform. Is this making sense to you? I want you to really understand. When you lead nurture, if you speak to your audience based upon where they're at in their journey and you utilize the right software, where and the right strategy to speak to them, they're going to be more likely to what? To convert because you're talking directly to them. So you'll notice we talk about We've done marketing, right? We've, done, we've generated the lead. 
Now we've nurtured that lead, which is the hardest part. And we're gonna show you later how to actually stay top of mind awareness and inadvertently nurture all the time so that you can convert. We want clients. Leads are simple. Remember, most leads when you talk to them are not ready to buy. They're three, six, a year out. You're gonna still be in this business. We need to make sure that you are staying top of mind awareness, you're nurturing those leads so you can convert them later. Our objective is what? Everyone, it's to convert. I wanna hear you. What's my objective? My objective is to convert, not just to generate leads. Leads are easy. Simple, simple, simple. We want to convert. Okay, so now let's talk about the conversion process. Krista, how do I see the, seal the deal? How do you convert online video views to appointments, right? How do I get in front of somebody? How do I do these video views and take them offline to actually actual appointments? This is the conversion process. And let me tell you, response time matters. You need to stop, you need to drop, and you need to respond. When these leads come to you and they actually call you, you gotta, you gotta do your job. You gotta stop, drop, and respond. 77% of sellers expect a response within 30 minutes, according to properties.online.inc. Uh, 77%, all right? 88% of buyers expect a response time within an hour. Why is this? We've got social media. We all want everything at our fingertips. We want it now. You can do this. I want you all to listen to this stat right now. You are 100 times more likely to make contact if a call is made after 30 minutes. Uh, less likely, I'm sorry. You're 100 times less likely to actually get in touch with somebody to contact that, that lead if the call is made after 30 minutes. 100 times less likely. What does that mean? Stop, drop, and call. You've got to call them right away. You are going to have a 391% higher conversions when contacted is made within the first five minutes. What does that mean? You want to convert this lead that you've, you've marketed, right? You've got the lead. You've nurtured it. Now you want to convert it? You're going to convert it 391% more if you answer that phone or make contact or call back within five minutes. You want to convert? Stop, drop, and call. Let's make it happen. Now, according to a Harvard business study, how quickly should you respond? The best is within five minutes. Good is within 30 minutes. But kiss them goodbye after five hours. You want to respond in five minutes. You saw those stats, right? It makes a difference. But here's what I want you to understand. That not all responses are created equally. Everyone say it. Not all responses are created equally. So now let's get into this. You need to make sure that when you are responding, that not only are you responsive, but you are knowledgeable. You're knowledgeable about your subject matter. You're knowledgeable about your area. You're knowledgeable what's happening. You're knowledgeable about interest rates and how interest rates can affect a buyer and seller. You're knowledgeable about the inventory, days on market, what's happening, right? What's the absorption rate? You know what's going on. So now let's talk about, about this, right? What is your strategy behind you actually converting these leads? First of all, your strategy might use scripts. You might have an automated Facebook Messenger. You might use Messenger bots or MLS hot sheets. That's what you're going to know, right? You need to be an expert. How do you be an expert? You be an expert by having market knowledge, by local MLS updates, by community events, local nuances. You need to listen to them. You need to know anything and everything about your area. Be the mayor of your town, right? And then how do you actually, once you finally 
get the script and you are an expert, how do you actually seal the deal and get them to come to you? You need to make sure that you've got the very best buyer presentation ever, ever, right? You have the very best listing process that you can imagine. Your marketing plan says, wow, you are different than everyone else. You've got a, you know, a 69 point digital marketing strategy that I've never seen. You're reaching people that like no one else, you show them this stuff. It makes a huge difference, right? You give them uh, case studies and stats from previous clients. Tell them stories about what's working and what didn't work, right? What things that you've seen in the industry. You want to send hand-delivered specialty packages, drops up off on their front door. Somebody asks for a, hand, a CMA, they want a market analysis, don't just email it to them. Send them a video explaining what the market analysis is. Drop it off on their porch in a beautiful package. That's how you seal the deal. Send video personalized text messages. No one else is doing that. The goal is this. For you to seal the deal, you've got to be different. You've got to be memorable. I'll tell you what, we do ads on Facebook where we, we generate anywhere from 20 to 50 seller leads a week. And when we get these leads, we don't just um, you know send an email out. We do a beautiful hand-delivered uh, hand CMA package that we send to their doorstep in a, in a pretty uh, package. And then we do a video saying, hey, here's what it's about. Guess what? I've gone to people's houses and they've got, I'm not kidding you, they've got stacks of my postcards. They have a, a, a CMA that I dropped off two, three years prior. Why? Because I'm doing what no one else is willing to do. I'm taking the extra time. I'm taking the time to convert that lead. I've spent all this time generate marketing and then generating the lead and then nurturing it and, then and now I want to convert that lead, I darn well better make sure that I'm going above and beyond and doing what everyone else is not willing to do. Show up like the expert. Show them that you are different. Every little thing that you do in your business, the small things count. I cannot tell you how many times that I've won listing appointments when I've gone up against you know three, four, seven people and they say, you know, Krista, the reason we hired you is because you delivered the marketing plan the day before, right? With a picture of my house on it. Like that one thing we knew that you were different than everyone else. You were the only person that did that. Does it take me more time? Yes. Does it make me more money? Absolutely. Why? I want to convert that lead because I'm being different than everyone else. Now, let's get into the next phase of the sales cycle, which is fulfillment and delivery. Now, I know that you all think that you're just amazing at this, right? Like if you are, say yes, I, I, I knock my science socks off. I do an amazing job. Tell me yet you do. Well, I want to show you how to do that Ah, even, even better, okay? You want to make sure that you make your clients happy every phase through that, that journey. You finally converted them. Now you got to give them the best experience ever. Did you know that according to the American Express, 33% of customers would switch to a competitor after just one instance of poor customer service. 33%. You don't want to be like that. You, want to, you don't want, you don't want to give it, give it a chance to do something wrong, to not knock their socks off and have 33% of them leave. It doesn't make sense. So how do we make sure that we give the very best customer fulfillment and delivery process ever? We need to be client focused. We need to think about our clients. We need to put our clients first. We need to do what you say. If you say you're gonna do something, you need to do it. Do things like send appointment reminders, have automation in place where you automatically send a text message, an, an, an email, pick up the phone and call, remind them, okay? Do make sure that you're giving them really good experience by educating the client throughout the entire phase of the process. You are educating people as much as possible, right? 
Let them know, you know, what your office hours are. Set expectations and then be available when they're there. Give them gifts throughout the transaction. I cannot tell you how important this is, right? So what we do when we have a client is we send them, when we first get the listing, we send them a box of chocolates that says, hey, life is not like a box of chocolates. Life is, life, is, life is not like a box of chocolates. When you work with us, you know what you're gonna get. Great customer service and awesome marketing. Thank you so much for working with us. Then when they actually, um, uh, sell, they actually go into contract, we send them another gift. Then when contingencies are removed, we send them another gift. Then we send them a gift when escrow closes and one year later. Why? I want to make sure that they know that they are important to me. I didn't just get the client, get the deal, and, then, and they're no longer important. I want them to know they are important to me. Their business is important to me. And here's why else it's really important. If something happens during that transaction, if you make a mistake or somebody else on the other side makes a mistake because we know they always do, and who do they blame? They blame us. If they make a mistake and you've been giving them gifts, making them feel special, showing them that they're important, giving them great customer service, when a problem happens or an issue happens, they're much more likely to be understandable about it. They're not just going to think that you're this big jerk. They're going to they're going to be like they're going to like you more because you've developed a relationship with them. You showed them that you care beyond getting them as a client. You care all the way through. So it's super, super important because we know in real estate and in lending, stuff happens that we can't help, right? It does. So let's try to alleviate any issues from going wrong. All right, what else can we do? We can be as responsive as possible. And for goodness sakes, everyone, set realistic expectations with your buyers and with your sellers. Don't say things just to get the listing or just to get the loan or just to work with the buyer. Don't over-exaggerate. Don't lie. Don't fabricate. Tell the truth. If the market is changing and they want, you know, $500,000 for that house and you know darn well it's worth four sixty, dollars tell them the truth. You might lose a few listings, but here's the deal. They're going to come back to you and you're going to have your pride and the deal is going to be a lot easier. So be as honest as possible and always have solution-based thinking. I remember my broker when I first got into the business. She said, Krista, she said, your job is to be a problem solver, right? Your job is to be a problem solver because you're going to come up with problems like crazy throughout these transactions. And I was like, oh yeah, problem solver. And she was right. Many, many problems came up. So when you're working with somebody else, be a problem solver. Help to make the deal go through. Don't let your ego get in the way. Don't try to be right. It's hurting your client. It's hurting the other person by trying to show the other agent or show the other lender or whatever it might be that you're right and you, know, you have your stance. Be a team player. Being a team player and being having solution-based thinking in your business and in your life is going to get you a lot farther than trying to act, you know, hold your stance because you want to be right. Have solution-based thinking. You will make more money and you will be much happier along the way. So it's really, really important. All right, so now, refer, retain, Roussel, rituals and routines. So think about it, you've gone all the way through the sales cycle, you've marketed, you've gotten that lead, right? You've nurtured that lead, you've converted that lead, you've given them the best experience possible. And guess what most people think? Most people think that your clients are always going to remember you, but here's the deal. They don't if you don't stay top of mind awareness. So here's what I want you to understand. That according to smallbiztrends.com, 60 to, you have a 60 to 70% probability of selling to an existing client compared to just a 5 to 20% chance of picking up a new client. So you need to make sure that we're staying top of mind awareness. We're being seen as the authority figure. We are the go-to person in our area because 60 to 70% of people are going to stay with you 
if, if they remember. But you have only a five to 20% chance of picking up new clients. So let's keep the old ones. And I love this statistic from income, from Inc.com. You can have a 95%, so an increase in just 5% of your client retention would increase your profits 25 to 95%. Let me say that again. Just an increase in 5% of keeping the clients that you already have, retaining them. Your profits can increase by 25 to 95%. That's huge. So that means we want to make sure that we are staying in front of our past clients. So look at Alex. Here's Alex, Alex Mayer. Got to share with my sellers today that, that our less than two minute video got almost 72 hours of video views in only two and a half days. Can you imagine 72 hours of people watching a property video in less than two and a half days because you know how to properly stay top of mind awareness. That's amazing. Tune in on Thursday for part three of this four part series. See you then. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take it 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. See you soon. Come back and join us five days a week, every Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out kristamayshore.com backslash podcasts for free downloads and resources.